Hello, and welcome to the latest installment of Investec's weekly energy market update with Head of Commodities, Carol McPherson. Hello there. Today is the 20th of September 2021. I am here with Callum for today's energy market update. So let's kick on. Uh, Brent rallied up to $76 per barrel last week. Callum, what was behind this move? Well, there have been a few supply side um, pressures which have been building and helping uh, support Brent. Uh, one is, of course, the, the, the US hurricane, um, which, which has been more disruptive than what was anticipated. Then we've had reduced production in Kazakhstan and Nigeria, um, already a, a, a tight market in, in any case. And, and on top of that, we've had these very high gas prices. Um, on the subject of the hurricane, the IEA highlighted in its report last week that the, the fall in US output would probably offset the OPEC plus increase. Um, so OPEC plus are increasing 400,000 barrels per day each month. Um, but I think it's actually worse than that, because if we look at the, um, the, the, the fall in, the, um, in, in U.S. output that was reported in the, in the weekly stats for the, for the end of the th- week ending the 3rd of September, it was down about one, 1.5 million barrels per day and a, a similar number the, the following week. Um, and, and if you average that one and a half million barrels per day um, that has that, that uh, output is down by over two weeks over the whole month, then you get something like 700,000 barrels per day. So, so actually getting on for two months worth of uh, uh, OPEC plus increases. And of course, the, mark, the output, although it is in recovering, I think when we, when we see the next lot of statistics, we'll, we'll show that, that, that output is, is still, still reduced. Um, the other thing perhaps to mention is, is the, the gas price. Um, elements that we've in, in Europe at the moment and in Asia, we, we've seen gas uh, trading at levels which, on an energy equivalent basis, are over uh, $100 per barrel. Um, so, so these are, and this is very unusual because generally speaking, oil trades at a premium to gas, uh, and that's because oil is a lot easier to transport and move around. Um, so, so we use it in, in applications where it's hard to use gas, s- such as transportation, cars, and, and so on. Um, so quite unusual that um, uh, gas is actually trading as premium to oil. And if there is a structural rather than just a short-term element to higher gas prices, then it does make you wonder whether um, that, that's also an argument for oil prices to be higher in the long term as well, or higher than they would otherwise have been. On top of that, there's also a technical element to the move higher. Uh, Brent has really, well, un- until the move higher last week, had, had been broadly moving sideways, um, but there was a, a, a downward uh, trend line resistance, which if Brent keeps moving sideways, it must inevitably at some point go through that that trend line, and, and, and that also happened last week. So all of these things have uh, come together. Okay, and the market is lower this morning, but where might it go from here? Well, I think it's lower today largely because uh, equities are are softer. Um, but um, to, to my mind, there's, there's still uh, some uh, a lot of potential upside given the 
the, the break of, the, of this downtrend that we've we've been talking about now for for, for, for several weeks. But uh, so so um, if if it if the market does start to trend higher again, um, we can think about levels like. Um, just under 77 from the from the middle of July, um, and then of course there's the, the high from the start of July of, of just under 78 dollars per barrel. Um, but there's actually a much more significant technical level now, which comes in at 78 dollars per barrel, and that is the long-term downtrend from the all-time high in Brent going back to 2008 when we saw Brent over 140 dollars per barrel. So I think if that breaks, then there are all kinds of possibilities, at least from a technical point of view, you'd look at uh, 80, um, the figure, of course, and then then we've got the high from 2018 of $87 per barrel. So there's potentially quite a lot of upside if um, if uh, the market really starts to get behind this, this rally, given the, the technical break that we had last week. And you mentioned the IEA report. Um, what did it have to say about the long-term picture? Well, well really, more of the same. Um, the the, uh, the IEA estimates that uh, for 2022, for next year, uh, OPEC needs to produce 27.2 million barrels per day to balance the market, and and that's that's that that's not much higher than 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 the current or you know, production estimate for last month, which is 26.9 million barrels per day. So it's fairly clear that uh, OPEC can't uh, increase output very much more w- without leading to the market being oversupplied. And, and as it does plan to continue increasing more, you, 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 there's a, a danger that the market could be oversupplied next year. So while the uh, short-term outlook is potentially very positive, um, it's very much less clear in, in, the, in the longer term going into next year. Okay, and finally, of course, we couldn't not mention it. Um, high gas and electricity prices in Europe are all over the news at the moment. Is there any sign that prices might have peaked? Well, we, we saw some extraordinary moves last week, um, particularly in, in the middle of the week. Um, if you look at UK gas prices and electricity prices, um, when there was the news that the interconnector to, to France had, had gone offline, uh, and we then saw some of the winter months trading uh, over 200 pence per, per therm um, for, for uh, in the gas market. So absolutely extraordinary. Um, but there has actually been some good, better supply side news, and uh, and this has potentially been 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 some of the reasons that have helped the gas market come down uh, towards the end of the week. Um, so in the US, although we've t- talked about how the long the disruption has gone on, but things are at least starting to get better. Um, the Hurricane Nicholas got downgraded to a tropical storms uh, and, and, and so uh, has, has not sort of added to the problems that Ida has already caused and, and uh, that the recovery from Ida continues to go on. Um, also, uh, flows of gas from, from Russia uh, in, into Germany um, have returned to n- normal levels. Um, so so that, that, that's very positive news because that was one of the big drivers of the problems, uh, particularly that started in August. Um, you also think, g- given uh, how uh, high this uh, issue of high gas prices is now on the political agenda, that, that, that surely um, politicians in Europe will be able to find some way of making the Nord Stream 2 uh, uh, 
problems uh, be resolved and, and, and hence be able to bring that extra capacity online. Um, it's also possible with oil prices starting to recover that perhaps we'll see once the uh, hurricane disruption is out of the way, greater production in the US, um, but perhaps increasing output from, from, the, uh, from the shale fields, which tend to have a lot of associated gas. And that's, always, that's been one of the problems all, all along, that uh, re reduced US output of oil has led to reduced US output of gas. And perhaps now with higher prices, we'll start to see that uh, being re reversed. So there are some potential signs of hope, I think, for... Um, that will help the gas market from its current situation. Lovely. We'll keep an eye out for it. Thanks, Cam. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the latest installments of Investex Energy Market Updates with Cam McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, feel free to drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com slash commodities. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.